The following is an archived podcast presented by the Branson and Hudson Foundation for Podcast Recovery. This podcast is entitled Mudwick and Sons Funeral Home and Services. It is the first and only episode of the podcast. Welcome to episode one. Unexpected funeral expenses? Have you coffin up the dough? Don't call mummy because people are dying for my deals. Don't let a little formaldehyde turn you into Mr. Hyde. You got to earn your place in the afterlife. Just because you're in the eternal sleep doesn't mean that you can't have a good wake. Not sure what to do? Don't go to hell in a handbasket. Go to hell in our nice caskets. Afraid your loved ones won't make a splash in heaven? Make sure God will see them in our mausoleums. Welcome to Mudwick and Sons Funeral Home Podcast, sponsored by Risco. Risco, just because you're in eternal sleep doesn't mean that you can't have a good wake. Risco caskets, the strongest caskets if it stays dry. I am Custard Mudwick, the owner, operator, and head funeral director of Mudwick and Sons Funeral Home. I am joined here by my two wonderful sons, Leech and uh, Shingle. Uh, Say hello, boys. Hello. Oh, I'm going to give you an enthusiastic hello. I I noticed you didn't sound very enthusiastic when you said my name, but I'm still upbeat about it. Yeah, well, it's just, you know, showed up a little late. And, you know, know, Leech had this great idea that we need to do a podcast and team up with Risco. And I just, you know, it's neither here nor there. I'm the the young guy. That was my idea. I said we need to be on the internet. You keep giving him credit for everything I think of. Well... Be that as it may, uh, you know, we're here, we're recording a podcast and, and, you know, Leech, you've been doing a lot of great work for the funeral home and Shingle, you've had a lot of cool ideas that are, you know, hopefully will come to fruition. And I'm just glad you two joined me here to talk a little bit about the lifestyle, uh, you know, the business, the bottom line info and a lot of tips and tricks. Uh, This is something I want to consider like a podcast for morticians by morticians, you know? Well, neither of you are morticians. I'm the mortician, but I, I, I mean, I'll let it slide. I, it makes makes more sense if it's uh, mostly me talking then. But um, well, I know how to mummify people, and if you can mummify people, you're a real mortician. I mean, I mostly just drive the little cart that we put the caskets on, but I consider myself a mortician for sure. Well, let's let's take a little little step back here and talk about uh, who we are and what we've been doing here my name is uh custard mudwick everyone just calls me mr mudwick now so it's almost feels a little weird saying my first name but um yeah i've been in the industry for 40 years i've uh i have owned and operated mudwick and sons funeral homes back when it was simply just mudwick funeral homes before i you know i farted out these two little guys and uh you know now they're all grown up and hopefully you know we're talking about a transition period here and uh, i'm really looking forward to seeing what you guys uh kind of get up to once you take over and i'll be looking up at you guys and just you know in awe and uh, uh let's talk a little bit about your guys involvement in the work here as well uh Leech, why don't we start with you? Uh, tell what made you want to get involved in being a mortician. Well, I was mostly interested in growing up and watching you and grandfather, you know, handle dead people. And I kind of was like, that's what I like is dead people. That's what I that's what that's I'm our- into is fixing them up and taking out all their stuff and replacing it with fake stuff and making them look more like dolls and 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 objects and because they're not people anymore but you know i can make them look alive again um like an artist right he's got uh, 
He's got a great set of wax. He has a great set of, you know, he's got this trick he does with the toilet paper and super glue, and he's able to make anyone, you know, I don't know what drops you have, but you're able to change people's eye color once they get in here. Uh, really interesting stuff he's been I really like on. to get in there and play with them and see what I can do, and sometimes I mess up, and sometimes I don't, and either way, I'm usually satisfied because I've I'm doing it in a way no one else has. I didn't go to, uh, uh, you know, school. I'm not a medical examiner. I don't have a degree. I thought I would, you know, I'm going to become a mortician my way. And I think it's, you know, any artist would say you don't need to go to school for that. Well, I think, you know, let's just not talk about how you didn't go to school for that because I, I have you written on all the We still embalm them with formaldehyde. We replace their blood with condensed milk so they're not all Simpsons yellow and, you know, put in other stuff like Hawaiian punch or, you know, if stuff If you want to like have that. a more flushed color, if you're like Irish and you want to have rosacea when you die or something, we're able to put in, you know, a red wine mixture. It's mostly a vinegar that's able to, like, kind of brighten those. There's lots of We replace of their little often. Like we we, all, we actually we have a Well, if the family of, requests it, if they think the person had a distracting butt. They don't, they don't know. We replaced it with a synthetic butt, and it's usually made with a wax and vinyl mixture of my own creation. Well, you have the and, molds in the back. And the the, but the family, they lay on their back. They don't see their butts, so it really doesn't matter, and it's actually a courtesy that we even replace it. But there is a quite a market for butts. And for, uh, you know, actual organic butts to be used uh, worldwide, which is another service that we offer. I wouldn't even say that we don't display the butt, though, because we have had families who request at the wake that the butt be displayed up instead of the face. That That is true. But, you know, I, I will say, Shingle, it's very rude to talk while your brother's... Um, talking. Also, well, you, Shingle were, you were talking, too. So I, I do I not allow work. Shingle down in the dungeon. Or the, well, I, the embalming I, room. I, I, I want to compliment you, Leech, and thank you for dressing very professionally while we did this. You always come with your, your black hair combed very, very tightly, and your black I suit know. is always very, very I know. starchy. Uh, uh, your pants are, are, are incredibly starchy. When he takes them off, he can just set them up like a mannequin. They just stand there. It's, it's quite remarkable. I like to think of myself as one of the bodies that I prepare Right, you're quite pallor, whereas Shingle here, you know, is quite tan, which I've always found to be unprofessional. Asking know? for skin cancer. Well, I know you got right. mad at me when I when I got blue hair because you thought right. that's not becoming of a funeral home, but I'm trying to become the TikTok mortician to help us out here and get a little traction. Well, in in, in what way? Uh, you know, I, I well, I made a video. School, but I made a video think, with uh, corpses. Dancing to uh, St. John's Monica Lewinsky. <laughs> and you got mad at me about that. Well, but it's like I made sure to use the corpses that are not recognizable. So, like, their families won't even know it's them. Well, I mean, that is true. All of the families that are currently employed with us, uh, uh, you know, undergoing, they did call at the time and ask if it was. And I had to lie to a great mini deal of. Uh, no, of but here's the thing, people. too, is I had them sign permission slips. The, the corpses, I like put the pen in their hand and signed 
uh, disclosure that they're okay to be in the video. Shingle, I'm afraid I just think you just might be too whimsical to be <laughs> a mortician. <laughs> you keep talking about trying to monetize it for the web, and 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 I have no but idea. You're always but, talking about monetizing but, it off the web, so I'm just trying to monetize it in I more just, new ways. I just want you to watch one thing right here. Just take a look at what happens to Leech when I lift these blinds a little bit and let a little bit of right, light into the room. Do you see that that recoil? Do you see him covering his face? That's what a mortician should do, right? You know? No, but well, I think we we ought to have some light in here because if these guys are going up to heaven, it's a very bright place, right? We want well, to prepare them for heaven. It's also very, Not it's everyone v- goes it's very to rude to assume Well, hell's that very bright, too, from all the flames. Most people don't go to heaven. Right. But all the places you go when you die are all bright. Well, Even purgatory is like a waiting room with no, like the really fluorescent no, lighting. No, no, There's basically no. no dark place you can go after Earth. Shut up. What about the river Styx? A lot of people go and they wouldn't be able to see anything. What about the river Styx? Yeah, but you get off Shingle. the river. Like, you just go on the river but when the you arrive. But the coins are still on the How do you know? You've never eyes. been there. They can't see anything. Yeah, but then once the you coins. get there, those coins are worth money. You've never you been there. You no, never you have to give those coins to Chorus or Cheris. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You don't have them on your eyes anymore. Yeah, but you're still like, it's still dark. It's like, a, there's no bright river. Papa, no, may I go? It gets bright because no, you're only you on the river until stay. you arrive at your destination. You have to stay and we have to complete this podcast. We made a commitment to Risco. Now, I understand that you want to be a great mortician, but running a business is something you're going to have to learn how to do. Shingle is acting like a newt. Shingle, is this I'm true? More, I'm, I'm displaying interest in running this business. Although even though, you know, I, I told our dad that I was proud to be part of Mudwick and Sons. And he said, well, the only part you are is the last S on the end of Sons. Because he said that Leech is the son and I'm just the S. Yes, the you're the, the second name. son. S is for You liked stupid. it better, you said, that when it was Mudwick and Son. And you liked S it even is for better Shingle. back in the day when it was Mudwick and Dad. And before that, it was just called Dad's Funeral Home. And then when he had you, he's like, oh, I can change it to Mudwick and Dad now. Well, I was Mudwick at the beginning, and then he became the Mudwick. And then, well, there... No, no, no. He was just Dad, I think, at first. He was our grandpa, but he called it Dad's Funeral Home. Oh, Papa. yeah. Pop, pop. Yeah. Papa. Well, his, Papa. a lot of you guys Papa. don't realize this. You, know, you guys called him Dad, and I called him Dad, and you called him Grandpa, Papa. But uh, his first name was, was Dad. His first name Papa? was Dad Mudwick. What? May I go smoke opium? You may smoke a little opium, but hurry back. Uh, Shingle, would you like to smoke any opium? Now, I'm trying to stay alert. I'm trying to work on my next business idea to save this place. No, Shingle, you must embrace some form of internal malaise. I just don't think aesthetically, uh, 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 vibe-wise, you really understand being a mortician. I have not even seen you do a questioning, you know, frown or or or, or just ex- a genuine moment of pure anguish. Where half the time, if I look at Leech, he's recoiling to some visage I can't even see. The man is constantly terrified and brooding. Whereas you, you go to nightclub after nightclub, Buffalo Wild Wings. I have to hear about uh, the be- the fridge is filled with leftovers from there that you don't I'm, even. Yeah, eat. I'm networking. Shingle, I go there Shingle. to network. I know that these people are not going to last past their forties or fifties. I'm trying to make friends with them so that we can sell them caskets. Shingo not once has has drank laudanum with me whenever I offer it. Is that true? I'm too full of Blue Moon from going to Buffalo Wild Wings all the time. When I caught you boys with that bottle of laudanum, 
when you were 14 years old and I told you not to leave the basement till you both finish it. Are you telling me, Leech, that you drank I all of it? I did all of it. And look at me. I became the artist, the world's greatest mortician. I would do this for free. Can I get you a, just a very, very starchy black suit with the skinniest tie you've ever seen, Shingle? Oh, Papa. Well, I'll Shingle take the skinny would look, tie. Shingle would look marvelous, but he might need a bit of cream and powder on his face. He's much too Tell dark. me the means. What is the meaning of what you're wearing right now, Shingle? Who are these Charlotte Hornets that you seem to be so fond of? Well... I guess to put it in terms that you understand, they their version of killing people is winning on the basketball court. <laughs> I guess I guess we don't kill people as morticians. No, no, we, we kind of <laughs> like it. We kind of like it when they die. You know, would it be just a like bad the hornets like it when they murder idea. their opponents? Wouldn't it be bad for a business idea? Uh, that's what I'm though. saying. It's not a bad well, idea. I would often, consider it. Uh, you know, Papa, maybe go killing. We may not that's go killing. That's why I'm killing. always trying to buy like 50 wings for, for guys who are watching the game at Buffalo Wild Wings. I think maybe we can hasten their demise. So your job, your role in Mudwick and Sons, as you imagine, is to buy a bunch of unhealthy food for people so they'll die quicker? I'm trying to do something anyway. It's better than what Leech is doing. I can't tell if that's bleak or not. It sounds bleak, but it doesn't feel bleak. It sounds like you're just buying people See, chicken. It doesn't sound bleak at all. Maybe you just don't understand my generation's approach to bleakness. Well, uh, let, let's see this. How do you feel? Maybe we can split the middle here. Maybe when you go to Buffalo Wild Wings, instead of getting a Bud Light, maybe you can start drinking absinthe. Well, I, I drink Blue Moon, not um, Bud Light, but I don't would think Would you like to absinthe. try this tincture? He's got all kinds of tinctures. If you would just try a, it's a single dropper of his tincture. but Is a tincture, is that like a lager? Yes. Herbal, though. That sounds like an IPA. It's a little more... No, it's... it's. Well, how does it make you feel, Leech? Well, it makes me feel like I can see those who we bury walking through these halls. And the sun inverts itself into pure black... Night. What? See, why wouldn't you want to try that, uh, Shingle? Don't you want to see ghosts and a reversed black sun? Don't you want to see that? I'm trying. I look. Look. I'm giving it a shot here, but I think there's like a mocktail tincture. I'm not really feeling anything from this yet. You put it on your tongue. All right. Hold it out. There we go. Or you (laughs) can snort it. Now, now tell me, do you see any hooded figures? Uh, Anyone carrying a scythe? Um, just you like may the, see figures the, similar to the, the normal Nazgul. Janitor, the janitor that we forced to carry a scythe every day. Well, it's because the Even weeds, it, the weeds he says get it would be so a, long. Well, he says it would be easier if when he's indoors, he could have the mop to clean the floors. But you're like, no, you got to have the scythe. Yes. He may use the mop for blood. Well, he w- he even suggested he could have a mop that's a scythe on one side and the mop on the other to satisfy everybody, but you never bought them. I'm going to say this. It's a health code thing. Like, we're still a business. We may be creepy. Papa. No, it's, we got a mop. Like, so if you guys are saying nobody's mopping right now, somebody's got a mop. Shingo doesn't even go in the dungeon. He does not know. Shingle lives. I haven't seen you down in the dungeon for a little bit. He's not allowed. I have banned him from it because he was. Oh, my sons. Are you having a disagreement again? Well, we quarreled. Said, uh, we quarreled for a week. I have forgiven him, though. I mean, I'm supposed to be outside driving the little cart that we put the caskets on, so I don't it's really have much business. It's called the hearse. It's the hearse. You keep taking. It's not a cart. You keep taking the Toyota Tundra. 
All right. Well, I never heard of a hearse before. Okay. Well, the hearse is parked like right like... next to the tundra, and you, Papa, he's lying. You obviously just like driving the tundra more, and you forget that you have coffins in the back. And I'll see you in front of Buffalo Wild Wings, and I'll see a coffin in the back trunk of the tundra. Yeah, but it's a good excuse for me to to be like to the guys over there. Hey, check it out. Wouldn't you like to pop into here and see how you fit? If you're going to make a pit stop while driving around the corpses, do not. Leave it in the tundra. Just do it in the hearse. The hearse will lock in the back. Somebody could just take that coffin. Shingle ignores his studies. Shingle does not know how to drain a corpse. Shingles, how do you think that you drain a corpse? Well, my name's Shingle without an S at the end. Well, I was. I I, like it's you a know that. pet. It's a nickname. I took. I took the S okay. from the end of Mudwick and Sons that represents you and gave it back to you. Okay. Well, I guess I appreciate that. Tell us, how do you I mean, think I feel like you, you do look, that to a corpse? I think that if I try it, it'll be pretty easy. Like, there's only so many places where blood is, right? It's in the veins. So if you just pop one open, then I imagine it's just like a... A waiting game. I don't know. It's just a waiting no, game. It's, it's like opening a Capri Sun or something. When you put the straw in there, it all comes out the straw. So you just squeeze the thing and squeeze all the juice out. And what color do they become? Well, it depends on what we put in there afterward, right? Like we had James Cameron in here with his no, grandpa. before. With his grandpa, he was like, can you put some blue Gatorade in there to help him advertise his new film? His grandpa? Yeah, his grandpa just died and it was a good coincidence for him. Oh, to okay. I thought with. you were saying that James Cameron's grandpa. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's what I mean. Okay. No, oh, James I was Cameron's saying, grandpa said that. I thought you were saying no, that dead. James Cameron died. <laughs> that his grandpa was <laughs> was arranging his funeral. Well, part. if that happened, though, that would be a really touching gesture. I no, think. but I do remember that old man that we did fill full of Gatorade. I would be honored to make James Cameron an avatar. Well, I mean, I saw you down there with all the prosthetics. Is is that something that he's already arranged with you? That I cannot comment on at this moment. Whose big blue ass are you making down there? Did you see that thing? Oh, I forgot you're not allowed down there. But he's got this big blue ass that he has on like a, a, a an altar, and it's mostly wax. But th- it's a personal project. But there's some moving bits in there. I'm not sure what if it, I don't think it's like. But you can see there was some organic sort of. I don't know. There's some trapped gas in there somewhere. Is that what you're trying to uncover? Uh, have you found a profound malaise? You're simply staring out the window for sor- forlornly. The deep See, valleys of darkness within my mind often guide me down paths from which I cannot turn back on. Once I'm, you know, I don't have a lot of time left, guys. And once you mummify me and bury me in the, you know, funeral home and you guys have to set out and make your own way, you're going to have to figure out how to make this, you know, a business leech. Well, that's you can't exactly just what I'm trying to do. I keep, I'm trying to do that. And you just seem to like not be happy with how I'm doing it. Well, I, I, I think. Uh, you misunderstand me, son. I, I, it's not that I'm unhappy with you. It's it's that I'm disappointed in your ability to have an impact on anything you typically try to do or accomplish. You know, see, I don't dislike you. I just, I, I find the sum of your achievements to be so lackluster that sometimes I don't even want to regard your face, if you know what I mean. He has a very meager existence, father... Well, how about this? You're always trying to tell us we need new ways to upsell people on caskets, right? Oh, of course. That's how we make I'm our living. I'm working with Risco. I'm working with Risco to give all 
dead people in our caskets a two-year free subscription to Risco Pro where they can stream over 100 million songs in the Risco catalog for two years. And then after those free two years, we'll start charging their relatives credit card every month for the service. Oh, that's an interesting idea. I've always... I've always been very disappointed as a mortician that once I bury them, I don't get any more money from them. That could seem like something that exactly. would work. Exactly, and it's like, don't, why would you want to leave your loved one down there without anything to listen to? I keep telling them, you know, when I'm driving the Tundra around and I'm going through the drive through I'm at Buffalo Wild Wings, I'm like, you know, they might come back. And you know what? I think we're, you're missing out on even a, a different angle we can do as a business. Why not, instead of music... If you're afraid that, you know, your your husband might be going to hell or something like that, get them ready by, you know, having just an audio sound looping audio file of screams, of, of human <laughs> screams, so that they can listen to those human screams for eternity and get, you know, kind of warmed up for hell, I guess. Well, I believe they have the McDonald's Spooky Sounds cassette tape on Risco Pro, so they could just loop that. Yes, and you could have an eternity playing from within a mausoleum. You know, some 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 wealthy man who has a beanbag chair and a GameCube in his mausoleum, and you could endlessly play, you know, Kings of Leon for eternity. I think this is something that a lot of people would truly enjoy. Or if we released our own Spooky Sounds album, and we put it on Risco Pro, and then we just have them loop it in the casket for all eternity, we're going to get so many streaming royalties from a literal eternity of streaming. We're just going to keep, you know, kind of charging those pay-on-death accounts over and over and over, and hopefully maybe there's some money still left in that person's thing. Maybe they have some kind of legal difficulty, and we'll be able to keep going and going and going and charging them for, for a long time. This is very interesting. This is a lot of financial implications, Shingle. Well, I know this is another idea that we have already discussed a little bit, but uh, I know you were, you were considering whether we should make them pay rent on their plots for all eternity oh, or yeah. else we'll evict the caskets. Oh, that's been a dream of mine forever. I've always wanted to evict a casket. We put these caskets and some of these some of these people in these caskets turn out to be quite quite deadbeats. Even people that have disappointing funerals, you know, with a, a small amount of people. I've always been disgusted in those types. And to be able to dig up that casket as long as the funeral home owns the property. And to evict, not the casket, to retake the casket and leave the individual on the side of the road, in a ditch, in the woods, in a reservoir. I think that would be something that would really help our bottom line. And really, you're looking at a mortician that would be a, you know, a, a multi-million dollar a year job at that point. To think of a body not being prepared properly lives a hole within me. Well, what if the person uh, was miserable? I think if their family does not give them a very daring casket, then there's no point. What would, uh, what would a daring casket look like to you, Leech? Maybe it would have a fish tank within it. That would or be Or it could possibly casket. have a bit of black fire painted onto it. I'm getting kind of a pimp my ride type of uh, vibe <laughs> from this discussion. I am only 23 years old. I do not know what this is. Well, it's it's uh, imagine if somebody was able to personalize their casket beyond the means that we offer now. You could put a flat could you put screen a, in there, put a moon within it. 
You could put a visage of a moon. You could put a series of shadows that would be striking to a dying person's mind. Um, I know we yelled at Shingle there for a minute because he was he was filling the customers' heads with awful ideas, but this is something that works in that same vein that could be quite profitable. Well, I keep tr- starting to say to customers these days, like, you might want to ask us about a cell phone plan for the corpse because what if they come back and, to life? And down half the time you know? I'm making... Who are they going to call? And I don't they do call not you. come back alive. And, I, and, I, and I'll be making a sale. What if they Somebody do and they don't have a phone? In. You'd feel like an idiot. And he he shows up at 11 a.m., right? He, he walks in like it's 9 a.m. and he goes right up to the people I'm talking to and starts saying, have you thought about buying a cell phone, putting in the casket? I said, you know, plan. they might come back. And I was like, you probably won't even get reception underground anyway. And that scared them and they left. And I realized yeah, I made a mistake there by making them even more scared. But it's simply so foolish to just assume that a person will just get up. Like, I'm not assuming that they will. We I'm just saying rebuilt they might. Whole and if people's they did, faces, you would feel foolish without giving them a phone. If they come to me alive still, they do not leave alive. I guarantee you. Well, that's a separate issue. So right now we have two big issues in my it's head. It's not my problem. Okay, so if somebody comes to you alive, you need to call... An ambulance. I am paid to embalm and prepare them for their departure. Okay, but if a guy's like chemically unconscious or he's not responsible, he did not choose to be there, you can't just kill him. So don't kill anybody, Leech. I don't care. Papa, I am not a doctor. I don't care if you're, I'm not telling you to cure him. I'm telling you to call a doctor, all right? That could cost us a lot of money if we find out you've been killing a bunch of guys. I haven't. I mean, it would be good for business, anyone. though, like we were saying earlier. And and Shingle, stop telling people that people are going to spontaneously come back to life. We have removed all of their guts from their body. I'm not saying they will. I just think they might. How, how are they going to come back to life when they don't have any guts? Perhaps well, they need get... I, need uh, I remind you of the Bible when Jesus' friend Lazarus decided to come back to life? He didn't need a cell phone. That's because they didn't have him yet, but they didn't put him in a good enough coffin, so he just bust right out of there. But these coffins are so good, they're airtight. They're going to need a phone. So you're saying that we either have to give them a phone or we have to bury them shallower. I think if they had cell phones in Jesus's time, more of his friends would have survived after they died. I, I think the one thing that people don't want is a shallow grave. I think people, you hear that on the news, people get quite upset if somebody's found in, in a shallow grave. So we should have deep graves, right? And I don't think we need cell phones in them because we have taken out their heart and lungs and kidneys and replaced them Perhaps with cotton. Perhaps a bolt of lightning will strike through the funeral home into the preparing hall if you're doing sarcasm to leech, it doesn't work for you because of how you look a man that looks like you cannot express sarcasm so if you're being sincere you're pissing me off as much as shingle is i think he's being sincere i hope anyway but i but look okay, at him how can he be sarcastic when he's wearing all black and his hair is combed and he won't make eye contact with you yeah he looks like he's an in interpol but uh mr mudwick uh I liked what you were saying, though, about how deep we bury these caskets. That's why I was thinking, what if we have a hell special where if you already know your loved one's going to hell, we'll put them eight feet under instead of six feet under to save them to trip. Oh, and we make money off of burying them deeper? Well, we got to dig up more dirt, don't we? We'll, we'll charge it to the account. Well, I got an idea, too. If, if, uh, so that's for a person that knows they're going to hell, right? 
Yeah. So we'll just have a hell special where we're allowed to, you know, maybe we give Leech a little bit more liberty with what he's allowed to do with the corpses. Maybe that's the kind of base you can get your TikTok video types of stuff for. If we have the hell special where we're able to, you know, I always have those girls from the cosmetology school. They come up on Fridays. And if I don't have a guy that's busted up too bad, I'll let them give him like a Karen haircut or like the onion cut or try out like, you know, a bylage. What is that called? or bangs or something. A belayage. Belayage, yeah. They can do all that. They can just. They can even just do like a wash and style. They don't even have to cut it, right? A blowout. That's what those are called. I have those girls come up and I make a, go- a cool $200, $250 just by letting them, you know, play with that guy's hair for like an hour, you know? Maybe we can keep that kind of going in the same angle and do more stuff like that with the hell special. You know, we get some guys in who are allowed to like punch him in the stomach. I'll have the barber college come over and give them all like, you know, bowl cuts and whatever. Like, let's make some money off of these guys. And I think that might work. That just gave me an idea, too, of what if you know how little kids love to run down to the train tracks and see a dead body. What if we work with kids where it's like, all right have your parents give me 200 bucks. We'll drop a body by the train tracks and you can show your friends it. Okay. Tell you where it is. So it's easy to find. So the parents would pay. Well, if the kid has the money, then sure. But I assume he's got to get it from the parents, but that's like, that's neither here nor there. The point is there's plenty of kids who want to show their friends a dead body. How about if parents lose a child, I can be their child. Go on for a while. Well, you have your to 20s, pay. So how long? But is I can a while? look like a boy. You can make yourself. Well, yeah, you are kind of small. You've always been a very fr- alarmingly small man. Uh, maybe this Gra- could work. Grandpa described me as wayfish. Oh, you're quite wayfish, and you know, you're always passing out on that chase lounge. I can be their boy. Okay, I think that's. A business we're probably going to table. I don't think that business will probably work. Is if like a couple comes in and their boy's dead, and I'll walk you out and be like, "He'll be your boy." You can have half off during the holiday season. Do you want to be their boy? The promotion code is Scooby Doo nineteen. <laughs> the offer is already up and running. So on you've our already set this up. Okay. All right. Well, I guess show some initiative. I guess that's all I wanted you guys. Well, cousin to do. Gene helped me set it up. And why'd you need Cousin Gene? Is he taking a cut from this? I don't trust Shingle. Well, I don't trust Shingle either. He's far too tan for a mortician, but still, you know, maybe cut me in on this a little bit, Leech. I did not want to bother you as you are so busy, Papa. I'm not that busy. Being a mortician's really easy. I'm kind of... Well, you always, you're always showing those different, very strong-smelling women around the funeral home and different women come to your... Well... I know you don't it's have a pump, time for Listen, us. it's a pump and dump. Every, it's, a, it's a dirty little secret of the industry. Everybody knows what a pump and dump is. Woman comes in. She's like 55, some 75-year-old husband. You know, she wants a pump and dump. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to apologize for something everybody does. Every mortician does. Not every... You are not every mortician, Father. You have a pyramid funeral home. You dress like pharaohs in just your bedroom. don't bring up that's the one good thing i got don't bring up the old lady thing because that's like the one thing i got is the pump and dump so like let's move us, on and Papa. do that because like 
that's something that's really like, I, yeah, it's a business and I'm a businessman and I want to make money and all that. But that's like too much. Like you don't talk about the pump and dump. Like that's the one thing I got is a pump and dump. And these girls come in, they want to dump their old men and I'll dump them down there and I'll bury them. And I got to, I got to have sex with those old ladies and nothing's ever going to take that away from me. If that ever stops, I will never work in the fucking mortician business again. So you get that straight. I still run this place and we're not going to talk about the pump and dumps because I love fucking those old ladies. Okay. Yes, Papa. If I made myself clear, you know, if if the bodies are down there and they come back, they're probably going to get hungry. So what if we start putting like buffalo wild? They're not going to come back. back. Shingle. But if they did, wouldn't they be hungry? Well, how Maybe would they we could come team back? Up with tell me, tell me one for example, a deal, like a, a combo meal you can order. How would they come back? The tell, walk me through it. So basically, they wake up and they're like, "Huh?" How would they wake up and if then, they don't have guts? They will. They still got their sense of smell because they're like, "Hmm, is that chicken wings?" And it pulls them back to life, like a cartoon where you know, like when a cartoon's about to die. And then maybe they smell a nice pie on the windowsill and they go back into their body or something. Stop basing business decisions off of cartoons, Shingle. Well, I mean, it worked for Warner Brothers to base their business decisions off of cartoons, so I don't see why we can't. Well, I don't. I have never, I have never lost a body, Papa. Shingle has lost four. You lost four bodies. How have we not gotten in trouble for this? Well, the tundra is not big enough to keep the casket back there, and sometimes they pop out. And and none of the families said anything. We didn't get it. Or did, did you settle this? How 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 did this happen? You, you've lost four guys. Did you lose the caskets you know, the, or the corpses? Because if you lost the corpses, it's like bleh. well, the family said about the first two that they were basically no one, and they didn't really care. <laughs> well, that was very lucky that was very straightforward so okay what about the other two just didn't notice i don't know well if no one's yelling at me i guess I'll, uh... shingle is the one who lost them shingle maybe all the good ate, restaurants maybe he are... ate them father maybe... he what no no papa eat... shingle ate the corpses you ate no. a guy that's the He's number one that rule of being a mortician is, is don't use your own product <laughs> I'm too full from all the chicken wings to actually eat a guy. Yeah, you don't. If you can eat a disgusting chicken, what's going to stop you from eating a disgusting person? Well, maybe if it was rolled around in wing sauce. Okay, what proof? They would have to ask to be rolled in wing sauce in the grave, which maybe he would eat a man, but he will not smoke opium with me on my day off every month. Wait, you have a day off? Every month, once a month, shingle smoke opium with your brother. Let me get too lazy to go and meet clients and try to wheel and deal. You're just going to Buffalo Wild Wings and hitting on the waitresses. Yeah, they're all. Every person who's alive is a future client. We could watch Beetlejuice. That movie's too unrealistic for someone who works in the business. Well, you know, on opium, it might look a little bit more. Just hang out with your brother. All right. When I was a boy, I wish I was Beetlejuice. What was it about Beetlejuice that, uh, uh, you know, I, I can see the the resemblance a little bit, but uh, I thought he was very handsome and dressed well. Shingle, who are you? And plus, he was dead. Well, have you ever seen Beetlejuice, Shingle? No, I can't say I have. Well, have you? Like, who, what movie is there? Any movie hero that inspired you when you were younger? I mean, I don't know if Kurt, Kurt Warner's a movie hero, but how about this? He was certainly in. How about you smoke opium with Leech on his next day off? Right. 
I don't care what day it is because you take basically every day off anyway. All right. All right. You guys watch Beetlejuice and smoke opium. And then after Beetlejuice, you can watch something on Kurt Warner. Maybe you have a VHS of the 1999 St. Louis Rams. No, how about he comes to Buffalo Wild Wings with me and we just catch a game, whatever's on, you know? Well, uh, I don't know if you're allowed to smoke opium at Buffalo Wild Wings, which might be a well, problem. Well, this would be after we after we after that wears off, you know? Okay, well... Because he's going to have to drink a blue moon. Leech, will you drink a blue moon? May I put laudanum in the blue moon? I like the name blue moon. Ooh. All right. As long as it still tastes, it has that classic Belgian flavor, and you also have to put the orange slice in it, too. I soak oranges in laudanum, so this works out perfectly. He, this for guy me. loves laudanum. You know, we're, 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 we're going to get it out there. And uh, just to make sure, um, you know how to mummify a person, right, Leech? Of course, you taught me yourself, Papa. Well, and I, I demand that you mummify me. I feel like. Sometimes I've been stressing this for about 10 years and you you two still kind of ignore me when I talk about it. You know, I demand to be mummified, right? Well, I guess it makes me deeply sad to think of you passing, but I also am cautious catching myself fantasizing about how it will be the single greatest day of my life to mummify your body. And then seal me up in the in the pyramid, right? That's the whole reason I built the pyramid. Gone for good. Like my hero Imhotep, right? Buried with all your riches. The first mortician, Imhotep. And your favorite women who smell so strongly that you take upstairs and you make noises with. I told you to not bring up the pump and dump, all right? That's the one thing I got is the pump and dump, all right? That's why I got into the business, all right? That's why Papa got into the business, right? The pump and dump is the lifeblood of being a mortician, all right? I'm sorry if you don't like the pump and dump and you like more of the fingers and putting them in the butts and making your own big blue butts in the basement. You go to Buffalo Wildlings and you like laudanum and whatever and all you guys have your own different things, but the pump and dump is my thing, all right? And it's not going to be touched all right you're not gonna fuck up the pump and dump these women they need help after their husbands die they don't know who to talk to they talk to the mortician mortician's a good looking guy it comes naturally there's a whole process to the thing it's called a pump and dump and it's done all right so don't bring up the girls don't bring up the women don't bring up the pump and dump or you know what i'm gonna pour i'm gonna throw that blue ass in the trash and i'm gonna pour all your laudanum down the sewer I can make more. And I can I can dump it faster than you can make it. So don't mess with my old ladies and their Chanel perfume, all right? It smells good, and it's nice to have women around. You know, if we start burying them in, like, miracle Grow instead of normal dirt with all the nutrients, maybe they'll come back. They're not going to come back because they don't have stomachs. They don't have guts. All right? Yeah, but with all the right nutrients and minerals. If you went down to the to basement say? and you saw... Leech's gut trough, you'd know they don't got nothing in them. All different but, colors of guts all sitting there in a row till the gut guy comes on Wednesday and slides them all back into his van. All I'm right? not saying it's going to happen tomorrow, but if they're down there for all eternity, it might happen in like five or 10,000 years, right? Well, I mean, it can't hurt to try. I guess that crosses over from scientific belief to religious belief. And it's still dumb, know. but it's kind of... I think a, it's like a business belief to me. That It might work. A business, okay, so how do we make money off of somebody being reincarnated? If they spontaneously They're going to die again. 
So we we dig them up. So we charge. We double dip on the. Is that double jeopardy? Is that legal? Yeah, it's legal. We're double. We're not doing double jeopardy. We're doing double dipping. I think. Oh, double dipping. Well, double dipping's fine. Double dipping's a staple of the business, right? We all cut a little corners and whatnot. Yeah. See, here's the thing. If the first guy comes back, all the rest of them are gonna start thinking their loved ones are coming back, and then we could charge all of them a second time before the guys even come back. You know? That that makes a lot of sense. That'd be a good little. It's kind of like how we do the. Uh, you know, we sell the bottom half of people's clothes. When they're in the coffin, and you know, yeah, no one's ever going to no see, one's gonna that see their again. back of that suit. No one's going to see. It. So you get to it right down the middle. You hit a seam, and you sell the half of the, the you know the back half. If you're lucky, somebody wants to be buried face down, either as a way of like scolding the dead, or uh, you know maybe they had a big butt that they liked or something. You know, we can take the front half of the suit and match them up. But uh, that's a big if. I think our suit should have more coattails and people should have ascots more often. Well, I think you've kind of been pushing the Victorian thing, you know, pretty hard. You know, I prepare the bodies. Well, I you, you ride, decide what they will look best in. You ride to work in a penny farthing. You've been saving up for that Zeppelin, like pretty, pretty clear. The Zeppelin, I will develop my tinctures and I will explore my work on. Oh, the Zeppelin's fine. Yeah, he's going to make tinctures on it and explore his work. All right. It, I hope to embalm up on how it. How is as the well. Zeppelin going to make money? In the money. sky, in the sky, preparing bodies. Well, imagine it's it. time to grow up a little bit, Leech, because how are you going to make money off of a Zeppelin that you make tinctures in? People can say my loved one's dead corpse was prepped in the Zeppelin in the sky. The funeral zeppelin, and then what, I guess how do you bury where they take somebody a picture, from a zeppelin? You just drop them? one of those things where the um, the family puts their faces through like the hole in the cardboard cutout, and they take a picture with the corpse. That could work with the zeppelin thing, and they're it's all dressed old timey and stuff. Well, the old timey thing help. might work. Oh well, as long as you're just trying to help. You know, uh, speaking of trying to help, Leech, I noticed you haven't been um, putting the receipts in my old financial paperwork inside of the bodies anymore and that's starting to pile up so i really need you to like shred some documents and put them inside of those guys i have been tattooing our faces within people and i became sidetracked why would you tattoo the our faces on the inside of people so they know the ones who sent them on their departure are always with how them. are they gonna know leech they know and trust me, shingo why are you nodding do you what they won't know. Even my nitwit brother knows of what the dead go through. Okay. I, I don't know what I did to raise you both to believe in weird extra versions of life. Father, I'm sorry you raised us to care about the business and the art of preparing I, the dead for their journey. And all you care about are the strong no. smelling women who make your... Entire chamber. That is the stink. fucking business, you little crypt keeper fucking weirdo. That's what my dad did. We were grossed out by the bodies. I've been grossed out by dead bodies for 40 years. I plug my nose with a big old wooden clip and I go down there and I'm making grossed out faces the whole time. I hate touching their guts. I hate ripping out their butts. I hate putting my hand up their butts and grabbing all the guts I can and ripping it out. I hate that. The only reason I do it is for the pump and dump and that you have compromised, all right? 
That's why we do it. That's what being a mortician's about. Not laudanum, not zeppelins, not buffalo wild wings. Papa, I do not believe any of the women you know are going to listen to this. I think you are in the clear. I'm not worried about the whiz women. I'm worried about their kids. I'm worried about the news. I'm worried about getting me tooed. Local mortician has sex with old women. It's a creepy headline. I'll be skewered. I'll be done for. All right? And then what will you guys have? You'll get no money for Papa, a Zeppelin. everyone already knows of you and the women. No one cares. Wait, they're... But they do smell so strong. They already know? Oh. They seek you out, Papa. I... And they take you from me. We never play anymore. Well, that's because you still want to play with blocks, Leech. You're 20-something. Go get some tang. Go smoke opium with shingle. Go to Buffalo Wild Wings. I'm not going to explain Tang to you. Get your tang. own Tang. So how about this? What if sometime soon we say, oh, no, Leech died, and we invite everyone in town to come see him buried in one of our best coffins and caskets? Oh, the Risco model? Though the Risco Plus model. Ooh. For business. Risco business? And, the Risco, and, Risco business casket that has a fax machine in it? Yes. And we bury him alive in there with Buffalo Wild Wings and a cell phone. We wait 24 hours. He calls us when he's ready to come up. And we say, oh, he came back. Look, he came back. I guess this is a magical uh, cemetery and funeral home where everyone comes back. And then we call up everyone whose their family is buried here and be like, hey, they might come back soon. Do you want to put a down payment on some stuff for their second life and death? Um. I can tell you, you know, very quickly why that's not going to work. Because you call these women, you tell them their husbands are going to come back to life, right? Can you imagine that? Oh, I see. You personally just have a problem you with imagine that, the, that's good for the can business. Can you imagine the... That is the business. That's the whole point of the business. You guys don't get it. That puts me in a very compromised position where these women will think their husbands will come back. And if they do, they're going to kill my ass, you know? <laughs> they can't come back. They can't think that. Because some of them still they, come over. All these old men are going to come back, and they're going to be kind of zombified old men, and they're going to grab a baseball bat, and they're just hitting the bat into their other hand, like, let's get them, boys. I mean, that that's pretty scary. And you guys have been talking about people coming back from from death for a long time now, and now, you know, I just can't shake the idea. It just, it just really... Um, I just don't want anything to... I, you know, I started this business with one dream, you know, I have my two sons and I can, I can provide a life for them in this, in this crazy country we call the USA and I'll work hard and they'll be able to be successful just like I did. But I also had a second dream, a more important dream, a dream where I get to have sex with old ladies whose husbands have very recently died almost immediately. And, you know, call me a dreamer, but I just, I don't want, anything to affect that even if it means getting more money or my son's getting hurt or my son's getting yelled at i just think it's worth it i don't know you know if it looks like if it looks like i'm starting to cry for you it's only because i just remembered a wake that i went to and the casket was of such poor quality i'm just trying to make it one day at a time as a mortician in this crazy world Papa? Yes, my son. May I watch television now? 
Are you watching your stories of disdain and malaise? What is it, Bridgerton again? I was going to watch TCM. They're showing Night of the Hunter. You must wait. We have 12 more minutes until this podcast is done, and the Risco people will be satisfied. And do not pout, okay? You heard what I said. Smoke your laudanum or opium or whatever it is you do. Perhaps maybe you can give us some tips and tricks as we redirect away from the thing I didn't want to talk about. Let's talk about perhaps any tips and tricks you have to improve the quality of a corpse in your mortician's duties. I know I have a few secrets of my own. Well, I advise getting all the blood out. What do you put in? I know we talked about condensed milk to brighten the skin. We've talked about, you know, code red in order to give the rosacea if somebody's really proud of something stupid, like being Irish or something. We could put in Mountain Dew to make them look more sickly if their family members want the person to look bad. You know, this is an old trick that I learned from Papa. I haven't done it in a long time for obvious reasons, but he said that a lot of blemishes and skin problems can be hidden on a corpse by applying a little shoe polish on the face. I use peanut butter quite often. What do you use peanut butter for? You know. I know. I wanted to hear you say it, and you did not say it, which means you passed the mortician's first test. Wait, we wait. also have to, to get a replace... Dog, to get a dog to lick their nuts? Papa. He said, there are no dogs in the basement. Well, I wouldn't know because I'm We're not allowed We're no longer there. allowed to use sawdust. We must legally use packing peanuts. Yes. Cotton, a lot of old paper words, shred paper you can put inside of people to replace guts. Uh, I like to put mercury in them, but it's expensive. I like to dispose of my old phones. You know, you have a, like a, a closet that hey, you have like, you know, three burners that I used to have. I'll just put them inside of a person. And they what get if buried. we had a nuclear a nuclear power facility pay us to dump all their nuclear waste inside the corpses? Now that's a thought. However, we would only be able to do this on. Men whose wives have already died and all women. I don't I mean, that's want a pretty any big segment of the market. I don't want any radioactive waste inside any old husband. And, you know, I've heard these stories that you've been talking about of people just suddenly coming alive in co- coffins. And, well, that radioactive waste could be very bad for me, you know, and the one thing that I like to do. Well, you'd have to fight a. A nuclear zombie mutant superhero. Let's, let's stick to the business. Let's stick to the business. Okay, well, let's stick to I've some got business one. I mean, tips here. Since I'm not allowed to actually work on the bodies, I all my tips are sort of just other ways to upsell stuff, you know? But I figure my motto is these people already came from dust. They want to return to dust in style, right? So we need more coffins that are tailored to the lifestyles of each kind of person. And that's kind of obvious when you have the fancy ones. I'm confused. But for certain for certain men, we need ironic caskets that like appeal to their sensibilities a little bit more, like oh, a doghouse casket. I see casket, what you're saying. I thought you were suggesting casket, I thought you a were, mausoleum shaped like a Hooters. I was I thought you were suggesting that we should have dustier coffins. No, I mean they're returning to dust. They don't want to return in dust. Oh they, they came, want to return wait, in we something come nice. from dust? Is that how it works? Well, I think they said that in Shakespeare or the Bible or one of those uh-huh. books. Well, Leach would know what he saw it on. Leach, where, where do we come from dust from? Uh, he's working on his abacus again. He must have a math-related malaise. 
I'm studying my lich studies. You said I have to keep up on my lich studies if we're to finally leave this behind us and become something more than a funeral home, Papa. Well, you know, if you would ever improve your phylactery work, maybe I wouldn't have to say such things. Hey, you know what Dust says? What does Dust say? It says, it says well, we came from a human and we're going to return to a human, I guess. <laughs> That's pretty good, Shingle. I think that one thing we should do is uh, I'm afraid that when I pass the business element, you know, uh, shingle while you've made some advances, I still don't think you understand. One thing has to remain when I die is we do not put prices on any of the caskets or any of the services. And we just just make sure you just charge them at the end. And if they argue about it, what do we say? Come on, you got this, Shingle. You know what we say. Uh, 79 cent wing night is every Tuesday. That's not what we say. All right. Uh, Leech, what do we say? Somebody says, oh, this bill's too high. Come on, this is, you guys got to get this. I would think that I do not interact with the customers or clients, but I would think we spend so much money on a birth of a child or a wedding. Why would you not spend money on your loved one? Do you want them to go go to the other side with nothing around them, cold and shivering, no one to prepare their beautiful bodies well, to look incredible? I would not insinuate to uh, uh, the customer that uh, our funeral gives them some sort of magical preparedness for the afterlife. No, that's not what we're trying well, to say here, because this is a bit what we're going to do. Right? Is you think death is cheap? Yeah, no, you go. Is it oh, insult. I guess you didn't. I guess, you, yeah, I guess you want the budget package for your dead guy. Oh, well, you know, I guess, you know, he must have been a budget guy in life. You must have budget feelings about him. I guess we can find something cheaper, of course. You know, you only die. You get once, a decommissioned city bus and just pack it full of corpses. Yeah. Like, oh, you want him to ride on public transportation? The yeah. scourge of all Americans? Oh, you know what? How about this? If it's too expensive Bury for him you... in a luxury car instead. I'll give you a shovel. I'll give you a shovel for free, you cheap son of a bitch. And you can yeah, bury start him in, over the there in the fucking plot of land. But if you don't want to do that, if you don't want to bury him yourself with a shovel, or if you don't want to stuff him in a trash can... Perhaps you can pay $2,000 for our coffins because I think he would have found that money for you. But I don't know. Whatever you want to do, that's how you and guys got to do here. it. Yeah. Through Risco Banking and, and Loans Industry loans. Services. Micro loans. Macro loans. You know, mortgages. We'll, we'll help your house and we'll take part of the house if you just do it certain way. Like, we'll figure out a way how to make it work. There was a guy who was, you know, it was a sad case, but we helped him a lot. He was like, you know, my wife died. You know, I have my pension is only so much a month and it's it's through. I have no savings. So, you know, I can do a payment plan. And we actually came to an arrangement with the guy that like he could live in the house, right? Until he died. But when he died, you know, we'll sell the house. And we'll keep the money from it. And then his son will have to figure out how to bury him. And his son owns a house, by the way. So that's kind of where what, I'm leading with all this. You know what I mean? What about this? There's there's so much talk these days about people coming back, right? Well, you are if, talking. If that's happening, though, 
Maybe some of them won't come back, right? So why don't we start selling well, all of them. death none insurance? Of a, none of them will come. Well, back. no, let's let's sell. Okay, well, if that's what you believe, then we should sell death insurance. Where if they come back to life, then you get paid because they're no longer dead. Wait, so we're gonna? Like, ki- it's like a life insurance policy, but it's a death insurance policy. Where if they come back, you get money. So we're gonna purposefully confuse people about the death process in order to double dip and charge them more per death, and even to maybe do two funerals on the same dead guy? Yes. Well, only if they're afraid that their loved one may come back to life, then they'll want to have the death insurance just in case. This is a problem I'm having is because this is a great scam, but you're, you're so stupid. And I think you think it's true, but if you just said, this is a scam, let's make some money. I think it'd be a great system. Well, I just don't know if there's any way of knowing whether it's true or not. Cause we don't live for all eternity. Well, we could, we haven't lived long enough to check. Why don't you put a camera in one of the coffins and just see if they come back to life. But I'm going to die before they come back. Cause like if someone's coming back, it's going to be like an old mummy first. Like King Tut's going to come back first. Cause Papa, he's, it's been long enough. Perhaps I can construct an explosive and insert it within someone's corpse. So at the funeral, it may go off and then we'll have much more business. Mm-hmm. Well, that's just murdering a bunch of people. I can say that it was there in his body and I didn't know. Well, he put it there himself. I don't think he ate. No, it. I think that's a little too bleak because remember, right? What's the whole point of being a mortician? Guys? Making money? To make corpses beautiful. The pump and dump, right? And so if you blow up the corpse and the wife of the wife who's or the wife is watching the corpse. What if we corpse, do it after you do the pump and dump? I mean, that could work if as long as it doesn't like get traced back to you. As long as we like keep the wives, I will do it. Well, I'm not telling you to you. do. No, I'm not telling you to surprise me. That's not what we're saying. It'll be a birthday present no, to you, it'll Father. Not, that's, don't blow up anybody without me knowing about it. Okay, right? Or maybe do it. At- well, I hate to. I hate to be the one who who suggests this, but it looks like we're about to be late for our weekly dress rehearsal for Jack Nicholson's funeral. And uh, it might yes. be, behoove us to get on the way. Ever since Kobe died, he hasn't been taking it well. Now, you've been working closely with Mr. Nicholson, right, Leach? Mr. Nicholson is the closest to a corpse while living I've ever met. And I find him to be exceptionally... Right, fascinating. We get it. Educational. Yeah, I know. I've been, I've been working with him, too, though. We watch the Chargers games sometimes. Oh, Yeah. Damn, I never got to hang out yeah. with Jack once. I was too busy doing the pumping dumps. But yeah, well, I have no regrets. So uh, let's get in there. He, oh, I hear him yelling in the lobby already now. He's saying, it should have been me in that helicopter, Kobe. Oh, there he goes. All right. Well, uh, I guess we should get going. Uh, anything else left to say? I said, maybe Kobe He's will come back. He's talked to me many times about climbing into a whirly bird and and seeing what happens. He says he would fantasize of sabotaging it or drugging the pilot and i said well i can maybe help you with that jack and well uh i would say actually now we make most of our money off of doing perhaps i could take jack in the zeppelin don't kill jack because if we keep doing these funeral we get paid per dress rehearsal this is what's keeping the entire funeral home going right now so just don't kill jack if you wish, Papa. And just try to keep Jack alive for as long as you can. If you can give him a little formaldehyde now when he's not looking, just inject it in him or something, because we're making money hand over fist from this. 
All right. Well, let's go Wait. ahead and wrap this up. I guess that's good enough for Risco. They're giving me the they're giving me the thumbs up. So uh, let's get out of here. Uh, uh, thank you everybody for listening to Mudwick and Sons funeral, whatever something, whatever. Uh, say goodbye, boys. Bye bye.